this NBA player props edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast for Wednesday, January 31st on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based, available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And there's only today left to get 15% off of everything in the SGPN merch store. Make sure you use our promo code PLAYOFFS. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, January the 31st, currently 1241 on the East Coast. Here to get into our NBA player props for the Wednesday night schedule. And joining me, as usual, to help me break it all down, you guys know him as a voice, of course, on the NFL PropCast as well. It's my main man, Crispy Cap. And Chris, what's going on, brother? How are you doing this Wednesday afternoon? What's up, you know? Uh, doing good, man. We got a bunch of basketball. I know me and you talked a little bit off air before we started the show about, you know, getting getting beat up a little bit yesterday in the NBA. Not necessarily with player props, but... You know, it's just that that inconsistency of the players right now. So you want to make sure you, you know, you do all your due diligence and you cross your fingers and, you know, do everything that you possibly can to, to win some of these bets. Um, but uh, I'm excited to, to be able to break it down. We got a big, big slate, you know, you know, excited to break it down. So hopefully we can give out some winners to, to listeners. Yeah, um, I know it's been a while since you and I put the NBA prop cast together, but I know that now we got a little bit of time between um, the Super Bowl next or the following Sunday, I should say. So maybe all eyes right now are going to be on the NBA and college basketball. So hopefully we can find some winners uh, for the guys. Uh, and, um, you know, hopefully we find the winning ways again. I know, you, like you mentioned, I had a rough night last night. You had a little bit of a rough night as far as our sides and totals win. But hopefully we can find some player props here. Um Chris, I know it's been a little bit since you and I did the NBA propcast, and I think we'd be remiss not to mention all the point high point performances that have been going on in the NBA. We saw Joel Embiid put up 70 plus points for the Sixers. We had Devin Booker, Carl, uh, Carl Anthony Towns. Um, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing someone else in there as well. Devin Booker, I think Luca. as Luca, yeah, there you go, 70 plus for him as well. So it's been interesting, but I think the bigger conversation may be that. And I was talking about this on another pod that I do. Is that it seems like there's one one of these players has a goes out and has a a a huge night scoring the basketball. There seems like there's like a trickle effect that some of these other superstars kind of maybe want to un up one up some of these players that are putting out these point performances. But um, what are you, I know you've been well, obviously you're a huge NBA junkie like myself. But what have you seen from these point performances, or what have kind of been your takeaways from these guys going out and putting it up? 60, 70 plus points on a any given night. Yeah, I think the first thing to, to mention, you know, is what you like the 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 speed at which information can be shared nowadays. Like if I'm playing in the game and you're playing in the game and you're scoring, you know, 50, 60 points and you got 35 or six, 40 at halftime, that can get 
like that's easily, you know, in the back in the day, you used to have to like wait until the next day to find out, you know, or maybe like that night when you watch Sports Center. Nowadays, like you, you, it's like a text message, right? You, yeah. you know how many points you got going into halftime, you know, going to third quarter. You got all these sister coaches telling you to go out there, you know, get these different numbers. So I think that that part has changed a lot. But then I also think that, me and you mentioned this yesterday, uh, you know, when we did the did the show with, with Ronald. Um, mm-hmm. It's just that, you know, these teams are fatigued, right? You got yeah. some of these teams that are super fatigued and you got other teams that's taking advantage of that. There's about two weeks left before. Uh, the all-star break. So you're seeing, you know, a lack of effort sometimes. And then you're seeing these players absolutely get hot. And the coach, the other players on the team are saying like, hey, we, you know, just kind of want to feed this guy a ball and see how big his magical night can be. So I think, um, you know, no record is safe, first and foremost. Uh, you know, when these players get hot, man, the 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 the, the skill set of the NBA right now is, you know, far more than we've ever seen. With all of the recovery stuff that they have, um, you know, with all of the uh, analytics that they have, with how difficult it is to close out the three-point shooters without getting a foul, and some of these guys are so crafty, like a Luka Doncic step-back three-pointer. You know, it's, it's, it's most of the time going in because of the space that he's able to gain. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun to watch Minov uh, when you're betting overs. It's not as fun when you're watching and you're, and you're taking unders, of course, uh, because, like I said, some of these defenses are, are definitely taking the night off, but. Um, yeah, you. I mean, you see these big, big numbers being produced on a. It seems like on a nightly basis, or at least you know, one time a week, we're getting at least a fifty-point score. I remember one of those nights. You know, if I think, um, you know, the the Milwaukee Bucks were playing against the Detroit Pistons, Giannis had like 38, 14, and ten, and wasn't mm-hmm. even mentioned anywhere. Nobody, nobody even <laughs> talked about it. It's, nobody even talked about it. It was funny because it was the same night where Devin Booker and both Luca went off. And I know they kind of had that little rivalry or beef with each other, whatever it may be, dating back to the playoffs a couple of seasons ago. And it's funny that 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 happened the same night that both those players went off and Luca put up 70-something points. Uh, and then Devin Booker, I think that finished the game with like 62 as well. And it just seemed like that nobody was talking about Devin Booker's 62-point performance because Luca went out there and put up 70-plus points for the Dallas Mavericks. But yeah, it's been... I don't remember the last time. I mean, I know I remember Devin Booker dropping 70 plus against the Boston Celtics, but I don't remember two players in a single season, at least ever since I've started watching basketball, drop 70 plus points within the span of two weeks. It's just been absolutely uh, incredible um, uh, to watch. Uh, I know some of the guys in the chat here are mentioning um, the NBA, the regular pod. Uh, it would be out in podcast form. We did have some difficulties with the stream. Uh, so if you are looking for the stream, um, it won't be up on the YouTube channel. Just make sure to uh, get on the podcast player, uh, whether you're on Apple, Spotify, uh, wherever you get your podcast. But it should be up within maybe 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, so look out for that. Just wanted to uh, put that disclaimer out there for you guys. I know Blake is asking, Josiah is asking as well. Um, Chris, let's dive right into it, man. Let's get into our player props here for tonight on the NBA schedule. Uh, let's. Uh, why don't you lead us off, man? Where's you uh, taking us for your first player prop? Let's do it, you know. So we're going to. It's so much to like on the board today. I'll start in Houston, uh, where where you guys are playing. You know, you know, if you're, you're Houston Rockets, and um, <clears throat> this Houston Rockets team is uh, looking pretty good offensively. All of a sudden, I, you know, you, you see them come out there and you know hit the Lakers pr- really, really well, and I think. For the guy that I'm targeting, Mr. Jalen Green, I'm looking at his three-point um, makes, you know, over two and a half plus 110 over on DraftKings. I like I like uh, Jalen Green in this spot. 
Uh, he's really picked it up offensively. I know you guys had a, like a bobblehead night for him, like a probably yeah. been like a, a little bit over a week ago. And ever since then, he's kind of turned the corner. He he did well on his bobblehead night, and uh, you know, just kind of looking at some of the numbers, he's you know been playing really really good offensively late. So outside of making um, you know back making four threes in back to back games versus the Lakers and the Nets in his two most recent performances, he's getting up the attempts. He's had at least six attempts in six straight games from the three point line. And now you get this Pelicans defense that has been god-awful against the three-pointer. I'm not sure if people are paying attention to it, but the Pelicans are actually um, allowing the seventh most make threes, made threes over the last five games. And teams are shooting 37% from the three-point line as well. Uh, over the last seven games, specific, specifically against the shooting guard position, uh, you got New Orleans that's you know bottom 10 against the shooting guard position from the three-point line as well. Uh, Derek White just went four for 10 uh, in, in, in their most recent game when they lost to Boston. Campaign hit three or four. Damian Lillard hit three or seven. Drew Holiday hit three or five. SGA hit three or eight. All this is just in the last five games. All, all, every, every one of those players also um, shot above thirty-eight percent from the three-point line. So this is a mixture of Jalen Green kind of getting hot at the right time. Uh, you know, playing uh, against a uh, you know a team that he, he he should get plenty of opportunities to as well. So uh, give me Jalen Green uh, to start this thing off. You know, over his two and a half three-point makes here. Uh, yeah, look, um, I'll be the first one to admit that I have been ready to move on <laughs> from Jalen Green. Um, I, I'm not sure if it's that he's kind of been a, or he has been a player that has gone through what three different head coaches, two different head coaches, um, in the span of his young career. Right. And I know the potential and like, the, the, the talent is there for Jalen Green. Like we've seen flashes of it uh for Jalen Green um throughout his career, right? There was his rookie year where when the Rockets decided to sit all the veterans, and remember this was when we had James Harden, uh post James Harden era, it was Aaron Eric Gordon, Christian Wood. They had finally decided to sit all those guys and see what we could get from the young guys. And there was a stretch where Jalen Green had, I think, had like five, six straight 30-plus point games for the Houston Rockets. So we know the potential is there. And like you mentioned, maybe it was a bobblehead night that kind of cured Jalen Green for him to start playing good basketball again. But like, like you mentioned, I think that the, the future for the Rockets was supposed to be Shangoon and Jalen Green, right? Shangoon on the inside um, and um, you know Jalen Green on the outside. I'm hoping that he's turned a corner here. Um, and again, he's a guy that can, you know, like you mentioned with three points, he, he's made two straight games for that four plus three point shots. Um, he's had what 29 plus points in throughout the last four games. So I think that's what they're really going to need from Jalen green. Uh, if the Rockets want to continue winning games and maybe who knows, maybe get into the play in tournament, um, and have a fighting chance there, but it can't just be Shane Goon. And I think that Jalen green, maybe he's turning the corner here a little bit. Hopefully he has. Uh, because he has been efficient as well, right? Shooting 48% from the uh, floor over the last five games, of the last three games. Oh, sorry, over the last four games, 50%, 60%, and 52% respectively as well. So uh, going up against the Pelicans team in a division game, I think they're definitely going to need him to step up here tonight. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to disagree, but I think that when you have the hot hand right now of Jalen Green, I think now is probably the time to, you know, ride that hot hand and whether you're backing his three point shots or whether it's, you know, his, his points alone, I think this might just be the stretch race. Maybe turn that corner here for the Rockets. 
All right. Uh, for my next or so my first player problem, um, I mentioned the guy, the former Houston Rocket. I'm going to go over to that game between the um, Cl- uh, Clippers and the Wizards. I'm looking at James Harden. Look at his assist to go over nine and a half. It might be moving towards ten and a half. It might be off the board right now because we did get the Paul George new that he's now officially questionable for tonight's game against the Wizards. But there's two things that I've been fading here, Chris, uh, when facing this Wizards team, and that's been taking opponent three pointer, sorry, uh, opponent centers to go over on their rebounds, and opposing point guard to go over on their assists. So right now, over the last two weeks of the regular season, the Washington Wizards are allowing the most uh, assists to that point guard position. They're giving up about a hair over 10 assists per game over the last two weeks to the uh, point guard position, 10.6 to be exact. And we know what James Harden can do when he has the basketball in his hands, right? And we saw that all throughout his career with the Rockets. We saw him do it with the Brooklyn Nets in the short stint there. Saw him do it with the Philadelphia 76ers. And when we saw the trades of the Clippers, we knew there was going to be a little bit of an adjustment period for James Harden, but he's initiating this offense right now. Over his last five games, he's averaging exactly 10 assists per game. He's had double-digit assists in four of the last five games. Um, I think they should or they will have some offensive success in this game. I look for him to continue distributing the basketball. So asking him to get 10 assists here tonight, I don't think it's going to be a big deal when he's already been doing not only throughout his career, but also, like I mentioned, for the five uh, last games uh, for the Los Angeles Clippers. And also, like I mentioned, the Clippers give up the most assists to that point guard position. So um, give me James Harden over nine and a half assists here tonight, Chris, against the Washington Wizards. Yeah, I mean, how how can I argue this one? You know, you, you're talking about, you know, I know the defense has picked up a little bit, but talking about one of the worst defenses in the league that play at the fastest pace. Um, James Harden should feast in this game. And uh, with the news coming out that, you know, that Paul George is now listed as questionable, that's even just even more usage for for James yeah. Harden. Um, so, so, yeah, I can't, no way I could talk you off of looking at uh, James Harden, uh, maybe even double-double, depending on if you kind of want to pivot away from, uh, you know, the juice that you can, you know, that you're probably going to take on with the, the minus 120-ish line for James Harden. Yeah. Um, over the nine and a half, I could, I could, I could get behind a double double in the spot as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, all right, Chris, before we get over to our next player props here for the Wednesday night schedule, let me tell everyone about our friends over at underdog fantasy. Hey, we're talking about player props here. We're talking about fantasy projections here, and this is a good time for you to sign up with underdog fantasy. If you haven't already, because underdog fantasy gives you the opportunity to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, whether it's in the NFL for Super Bowl, whether it is in the NBA, whether it's NHL, college basketball, and when college football comes around, simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100x with some spicy plays over on Underdog Fantasy. Uh, Wait till the end of the episode. Chris and I will put together our Underdog Fantasy entry here for tonight on the Wednesday card. So you can watch along, maybe make your own picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up using promo code NBASGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy, but make sure you use that promo code NBASGPN for a first deposit bonus of up to $100. All right, Chris, let's keep it rolling here, my man. Take us over to your next player prop. What do you got? So this one, I'm going to keep this one super simple here. You know, I'm looking at... Rudy Gobert against the Dallas Mavericks front line, and there's no way I could not go go to this one. Over 13 and a half rebounds is the play. 
And I, I was surprised that, I mean, some places it is a little juice. You can kept find some minus 120, minus 125s out there. But FanDuel actually got this at minus 104 right now. So you're not even, you know, no no real big on this line at all. Um, from a historical perspective, we'll start off there first. He's cleared this. He's actually cleaned the glass against his team, against his MAP team, a lot of times in his career. But just amongst the last seven games, since they've been playing, you know, dating back to last season and, and the, the few games that they've played already this season, he's uh, actually, you know, cleared the 13 and a half in four of those seven games. The most recent matchup, which was about three weeks ago, uh, he had 17 rebounds. And that was a game that didn't fe- feature Luka Doncic, of course, as well. Uh, but 17 rebounds in that game. And, um, also, I looked at this, you know, without the, the impact of Lively not being there, right? So it's been seven games so far, you know, that, that Lively hasn't played for this Dallas Mavericks team. They're averaging nearly uh, – they're allowing nearly 49 rebounds per game, which is actually the second most. If you look at that from, you know, just you, you zoom out and look at, you know, the whole NBA, the Wizards are the worst rebounding team in the league. They average 40 – a little over 49 opponents are getting against them. We're, we're, without Lively, we can say that this is the second worst rebound the team in the league. Um, and in comparison, in the 44 games, in, in, in the 44, uh, they've allowed 44 rebounds in the games that the 36 games that Lively has played. So you're seeing about a five rebound differential there without him being a part of the lineup. Um, looking at Rudy, he's averaging 13 rebounds over his last five games, uh, 36 minutes per game as well over his last five. So we're just asking him to grab one more rebound than he, than he normally does. In a, in, a, in a very favorable matchup with the uh, White Powell, maybe, you know, Maxi Kleber. I think Rudy Gobert dominates the rebounds that they uh, hear me off. And, you know, I, I wouldn't be upset with anybody wanting to potentially ra- ladder Rudy Gobert rebounds. The other thing I want to mention, you know, because this is a pretty large spread, but uh, you look at the you look at the, the Minnesota Timberwolves at home as a favorite of 10 points or more. They're just two and four against the spread. They've really struggled in this spot. We know that they lost outright against the Charlotte Hornets, you know, on a, on a very favorable line, uh, on a very similar line, uh, just a couple weeks ago, or just last week when, when Carl yeah. Anthony Towns was out there going for 72. So I do think the game stays, you know, closer than what we were expecting. Um, that, that, that The last game about three weeks ago also was a game that, uh, you know, Luka didn't play, and they didn't cover the spread in that game. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves didn't cover the spread in that game, and that game was also played in Minnesota. So, uh, you know, a lot of comparatives that, that you know, kind of lean towards Rudy Gobert continuing to get his 35, 36 minutes. I debated, I flirted going with the points and assists, hear me off as well, but without Mike Conley, who looks for him more than anybody else, I couldn't quite get there with that number. I think he gets the rebounds regardless. So give me Rudy Gobert over his 13 and a half rebounds in this fight. Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, right, number one, that Derek, no Derek Lively, um, and he has... I mean, it's crazy to think that it's already the fourth matchup between these two teams this season uh, with the Wolves and the uh, Dallas Mavericks. But, yeah, I mean, look, when you don't really have a true center for the Dallas Mavericks and you have guys that are already going to be out here tonight for the Dallas Mavericks, um, this is going to be a game where Minnesota should come out here and take care of business and really limit the second chance opportunities for um for the Dallas Mavericks, right? You just take a look at their I'm trying to pull up their injury report right now. So we know probably their second best rebounder and Luca is going to be out after maybe Derek Lively or even maybe Luca is their best rebounder. So those two guys right. <laughs> are not gonna be there. Um Derek Jones Jr., another guy that has a lot of size and length, he's doubtful here tonight as well. So 
who's going to grab these rebounds? So that I think for Rudy Gobert, you got to uh, camp out in the paint, you know, avoid those three second defensive calls and just grab every rebound that you can get. And I think the also the offensive rebound should be there for him in this game as well, right? Um, I know it is a big number at 13 and a half, but again, for a guy like Rudy Gobert, it's always in the realm of possibility. I mean, like, like you know, Chris, you mentioned he had 17 in the game back on January 7th. He's had games where he's had 20, 15, 17 again, uh, 15 again. So, um, yeah, I can definitely see this here for Rudy Gobert. You probably have the good luck with Rudy Gobert because every time I bet a rebounding proper Rudy Gobert, Chris, I absolutely just like he is nowhere close to getting those rebounds. So, I'm not going to bet this one here tonight for your sake. So that means tonight he's actually at least going to have 20 rebounds for the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> um, all right, Chris, before uh, we get into the next player prop here for the Wednesday night schedule, uh, let me tell everyone about the newest sponsor over on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That's going to be Cut. Hey, Cut is a lot of fun because you know what? It's not you against the books. It's you against maybe if you want to take a bet up against your friends because Cut is a social betting uh, peer-to-peer platform uh, where they're available, number one, in 40 different states here in uh, America. And it's uh, social betting is a new way and better way to bet. You can bet directly, like I mentioned, against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes and tons of fun. Um with social features that give it a feel of a better of a betting social network cut even offers lower vague and fully customizable odds. You can set your own odds. That's the best part about it that I love. And you can create your own bets as well. Cut handles the payment side of things. So you never have to chase anyone down for money. They have some great social features as well. Group chats, betting leaderboards, head to head history, user profiles, fan groups, and much more. They also have a reward system. You get cash back on every single, uh, if you, you can get cash back on every single time you bet against your friends or other users. Look, this is going to be great for the Super Bowl because, you know, maybe a lot of people, you're not in the legalized states that have uh, books available, right? And Cut gives you this opportunity for if you're if they're available in the 40 states that you are in. And you can just download the app. You're at that Super Bowl party. You can, you know, bet on the props, whether it's side total, wherever you want to be. You can also, you know, create your own bets on a cut as well because cut allows you to list almost any kind of bet. It's perfect for getting action on the Super Bowl prop bets as well. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that you was based and available in 46. Like I mentioned, all you got to do is go to cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com and make sure you use that promo code SGPN for a 10% uh, deposit bonus. And... Also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with a circle stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate. For any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, de- more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And last but not least, I'll also about you about the SGPN merch store. Today is the last day. Today is the last day, January 31st, to get 15% off of everything in the store by using promo code playoffs we're competing against the other shows for a bonus so make sure go there get your favorite item a lot of great t-shirts on there a lot of uh you know coffee mugs memorabilia things like that are on there 
Uh, go ahead and check it out. That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. But make sure you use that promo code PLAYOFFS. Today's the last day. 15% off of everything in the merch store. All right, Chris, let's keep it rolling here, my man. Let's go to the next uh, player prop on my list here. I'm going to go over to that game between the um, the Orlando Magic here tonight going up against um, God, who are the Orlando Magic? Uh, the San Antonio Spurs. And I'm looking at their starting center, um, a guy that just returned for them, Wendell Carter Jr., to go over seven and a half rebounds here tonight. So let's start here with the San Antonio Spurs. Now we know traditionally they don't have that big man, something similar to what we just talked about with the um, the Dallas Mavericks. I know they have Derek Lively now that they drafted, but uh, the San Antonio Spurs, they've really been struggling keeping big men off of the glass. So currently as it stands, uh, over the last two weeks, the Spurs are allowing the center position to grab 15.1 rebounds per game. And we saw the return of Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, for the um, Orlando Magic. It seems like he's kind of picked up right where he left off. Now, I know on the season he's only averaging 6.7 rebounds. But if you kind of go through his game long, at least over the last five games as well, he's had at least eight rebounds in four of the last five games. He's had nine rebounds in three of the last five games as well. And the minutes have been uh, there for him as well, right? He's averaging close to 30 minutes per game over the last five games for the Orlando Magic. So I think it's an opportunity where I think there may be a little bit of pace being uh, played in this game. We know the Spurs, at least at home, are a team um, that have trended towards the over. They like to get up a lot of shots. They try to get up and down the floor. And I know a lot of people have mentioned, hey, they, that he has to go up against uh, Victor Wynn-Minyama, but... Victor does get his rebounds. There's no question about that. That's for sure. But I think that, you know, when you have a big body like Wendell Carter Jr. down below on the block, that he'll be able to clean up the blocks or sorry, uh, clean up the rebounds for the Orlando Magic. And again, a guy that's done this. And if you won't even go back five of the last six games where he's had at least eight rebounds, I think that he can repeat this performance here tonight in San Antonio going up against the Spurs. So give me Wendell Carter Jr. over seven and a half rebounds here tonight, Chris. Yeah, I like this one a lot here, man. You 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 laid out some some great points, um, but th- I think the biggest thing is just the pace, right? He's been playing against some pretty slow paced teams. Like Phoenix is not playing fast, Memphis is not playing fast, Cleveland's not playing fast, Miami's not playing fast. Uh, so now he gets a you know a fast faster paced matchup. No Derek Lively type rebounder in this one, you yeah. know, like he had in the last matchup against Dallas. So. Uh, yeah, I was actually looking at Wendell Carter Jr. double-double here, you know. I know his points haven't, uh, you know, necessarily uh, been quite there, uh, you know, back-to-back games where he's had single digits, but he did finish on the hook right at nine. And before that, he had actually, you know, cleared the number in seven straight games. So, uh, you know, his double-double, I think, is like plus 290. I think that's worth a little sprinkle as well, here, you know. Um, yeah. So, I the way I could talk you off, you look at the San Antonio off- uh, defense, and like you said, they're giving up the rebounds. They also allow 33 points to the center position here, you know, over the last seven games. Now, to put that in perspective, that's five more points than the Boston Celtics, who ranked number second. So, you know, this team is not defending the three, you know, lot. And, and the thing about, you know, when the, uh, Victor Wimayama, he can't stay out there, you know, for the entirety of the game. So um, I think Wendell Carter Jr. takes on the challenge. I like uh, I like the the rebound look over seven and a half, you know, and like I said, I'm put a little sprinkle on the double-double as well. Yeah, I like that. Um He's been getting the points as well, right? I mean, he had, I know the last two games he finished with nine points, but part of that he had, what, six straight games where he was in double figures 
for the Orlando Magic. So, uh, yeah, I think that's definitely worth putting some either pizza money or some you know beer money on that double-double here tonight for uh, Mr. Wendell Carter Jr. All right, Chris, take us over to your next player prop, man. What do you got? So we are going to the Denver Nuggets in the Oklahoma City game. And it's a I'll, I'll keep the other one for honorable mention, but uh, I'm looking at Jokic here in this spot. Him, you know, if I, I, we talked about this one a little bit before the show. It's a revenge game here. Uh, Denver lost back-to-back home games against Oklahoma City. We remember Shea Gilders Alexander coming in there and hitting that game winner. Then they, yeah. OKC went home for seven games. Then they came back in Denver, and Denver was a little shorthanded in that game, and they beat them pretty badly in that one as well. Now you you look at this matchup, and um, we see Chet Holmgren listed as questionable with an ankle injury. Not 100% sure if he's going to be available in this game or not, but without him, they're not a good rebounding team. I, I went in and looked at the numbers. Uh, we know that you know he's been – and even with them, they still you know rank in the bottom of you know being able to rebound the basketball. And looking at – uh, you know, Jokic specifically, this dude's been playing, you know, almost like his hair is on fire, specifically over the last, uh, you know, five or six games, specifically when um, I think it happened after Golden State, uh, you know, assistant coach kind of passed away. We see him have, you know, some mm-hmm. really, really big games. So just kind of going in and looking at Jokic last five games, him and, and, and I didn't talk about the prop. So points plus rebounds is what I'm looking at specifically. Um, the, the Oklahoma City Thunder do a really good job of limited assists to, to, to pretty much everybody like you just can't get a lot of assist against them but i do think Jokic scores a lot and i think he rebounds the ball a lot in this spot over the last five games you know this dude is averaging 31 points per game by itself right that's outside of the the, the 13.6 rebounds he's also averaging so um you know favorable i think a fav- pretty favorable matchup especially if chet Holmgren's not available here in this spot um should be a lot of Jokic early and often this this prop is juiced at minus 120 which implies that you know, he's probably going to go over this line, but even in the low-scoring game, fourth game of the season, uh, he did go into this this Oklahoma, this uh, Denver team, did go into Oklahoma City before they lost both of those games, and they they absolutely, you know, beat the brakes off this year. I remember watching that game. It was on a Sunday afternoon, and you see the, you know, the Nuggets come out and just really dominate this team. And I think um, they probably got this one circle here, Minoff, is what I'm thinking. I think that, you know, starts in – ends and all everything in the middle goes through Nikola Jokic specifically on the road here in this spot so over 38 and a half points plus rebounds is the is the prop that I like here in this game you know yeah um I was looking at Jokic here as well um in this game and I mean for all the reasons that you mentioned right there's a couple rules that I have you know taking centers against the Toronto Raptors taking centers against the Oklahoma City Thunder but also you just take a look at the injury report like we talked about like you mentioned right now that we talked about earlier as well. I know we're talking about this offline that they have a lot of guys that are questionable here tonight. I know SGA and Lou Dor did go through shoot around today. So that's usually a good indication that those players are going to end up playing. But if Chet's not able to go here tonight, you're already going to be without Jalen Williams. Who's a guy that can do get points um, and rebounds as well. Um, and it should be easy pickings for Denver or, or for Nikola Jokic. There was a stretcher, uh, Chris, that Nikola Jokic wasn't able to like really put the ball in the basket. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen that recently over the last couple of years from Jokic where he was just absolutely struggling, you know, scoring the basketball. But it seems like he's picked up right where he's kind of left off. He's getting the shot attempts. We know the rebounds and assists are always going to be there uh, for Nikola Jokic. Back-to-back games where he's put up 16 rebounds. He's had uh, 12 assists in the last game against the Milwaukee Bucks, seven against the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, we know he fills up the stat box, and it's not even close for um, you know, for Nikola Jokic, he's one of the few players like Lucas of the world, 
uh, Russ in his prime that could walk into a gym and just put up a triple-double at, at will. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you here as well. And it's a big game, right? You and I were talking about this offline for the Denver Nuggets. That this is a double revenge spot that the Thunder have lost both games uh, this season. Uh, again, Sorry, the Nuggets have lost both games this season against the Thunder. Being in that same division, they're fighting for the number one spot in that Western Conference right now. So these games are going to matter when it comes down to tiebreakers and things like that. So got to look at them uh, possibly going into that uh, in their building here tonight and then trying to pull the, uh, not only say upset, but trying to get the victory here, at least to get on the board in the season series. But yeah, I think it starting stops with uh, Nicole Jokic here for sure. Uh, all right, I'll give you my last player prop here before we do get into honorable mentions here, Chris. We'll go over to that game between the Sacramento Kings and the Miami Heat. And I'm just looking to fade this Miami Heat three-point defense, man. They have been absolutely atrocious over the last five games. You take a look at the, what they've been allowing to the opposition and play up the exact numbers here. So over the last five games, the Miami Heat are dead last and makes a lot per game, close to 16 per game. Um, and the alarming part is that they're giving up the percentage, which means they're giving a wide open looks. They're only allowing 35.4 attempts per game, but that's leading to other teams shooting close to 45% from the floor for um, um, the opposition that's going up against the Miami Heat. Now you have a Sacramento Kings team that has some pretty prolific three-point shooters. So I'm in particular looking at Kevin Herter uh, in this game for the um, Sacramento Kings. And, you take a look at just the pure attempts that he's getting up for this team. He's averaging 8.2 attempts per game over the last five games for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, he's had at least eight attempts in for the five games, and he's knocked down at least three three-pointers in for the last five games. So right now for Kevin Herter, that number and that uh, projection is sitting at two and a half uh, three-pointers made here tonight, around minus 115, minus 120, depending on your book. But I think this might be a game we may sneakily see some points being put up. Uh, but I think the three-pointers should be flying here tonight for the um, for the uh, Sacramento Kings, led by one of their better three-point shooters, I should say, in Kevin Herter. And also over the last five games, I should mention this as well, that Kevin Herter is shooting 46.3% from three-point land. I also wanted to mention, uh, we'll talk about... Um, so I'll just leave this off here uh, with honorable mentions. Uh, I also want to get there with Malik Monk on this prop here as well for his three-pointers, but... Him being a bench player, I just don't see. Oh, actually, I do see listed right now. It's at uh, one and a half at minus one forty-five. So if you want to put like a same game parlay together uh, for Kevin Herter threes and um, Malik Monk threes, I don't hate that. But Kevin Herter is the official play I have, I have here, Chris, for um, for this uh, my last prop here at least. What, what was the number mean off? You got one and a half or two and a half? I got two and a half for Kevin Herter, but I also wanted to mention uh, Malik Monk at one and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, I mean, I look, you know, let me just read some numbers up to you real quick. So the last eight games against the Miami Heat, Gary Trent Jr. shot eight for nine from the three-point line. <laughs> Eric Gordon, five for 12. Yeah. Royce O'Neal, five for 10. Vince Williams Jr., five for six. Gigi Jackson, four for six. Jalen Brunson, four for eight. Jalen, Jalen Brown, all the Jalen's, four for eight. Bogdanovich, Three for seven, DeJounte Murray, three for seven, Dennis Schroeder, three for six, Derek White, uh, three for nine, Dante DiVincenzo, three for three. I mean, this the, the top seven that I gave you guys are all shooting above 50%. Outside of Eric Gordon, who's still shooting 41.7%. I mean, 40, yeah, 41.7, which is great for, you know, NBA uh, three-point averages. So, yeah, I mean, those numbers specifically uh, makes it really, really difficult. I'm not sure what it is, you know, either. Uh, like, I know... There's the narrative going around. Miami doesn't care about the regular season. 
I'm watching these post-game interviews. They tr- they're trying to win basketball games. They just can't get it done right now. And I'm not I'm not going to be the person to catch that fall of knife. Uh, I think, you know, looking at Sacramento, we, we typically want to play Sacramento, at least myself. I've made money playing Sacramento on the road and then staying away from them at home. Because for whatever reason, they don't play as well at home. But, you know, on, on the road, they play better defense. They make more shots. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like uh, Kevin Herter in this spot here. You know, he's been uh, been hooping. Couldn't talk you off him at all. Yeah, man. Look, again, and this is something I looked at also when I was looking at the Miami, uh, when Phoenix went to town uh, to uh, in South Beach against Miami the other night. Um, and I was going to you know, three-point um, props in that game. And it turned out to be Eric Gordon, but I just couldn't get there to the window because – on any given night, like it's, we know either Bradley Beal, Katie, or Devin Booker can go off. More recently, it has been Devin Booker, but I think in this spot where you have legitimate three-point shooter and Kevin Hurd, and that's where a majority of his shots do come from, uh, I think I was a little bit more comfortable taking this player prop here with Kevin Hurd, especially, again, he's shooting the ball well. Um, he's going to get attempts up as well, and he's, again, knocking them down as well. So I think this is a good spot here for Kevin Hurd to continue shooting the ball well here. Uh, Chris, let's get into honorable mentions, man. What are we looking at? So contra- probably a super contrarian one. Not, not sure if a lot of people are paying attention to this. I want to make sure I get the right number. But I'm looking, going back to the Phoenix game, um, Phoenix is in Brooklyn tonight. I think it's the fourth game of like a six, seven-game road trip for Phoenix. Uh, and I'm, I-, I was scared to pull the trigger on this one last time. You know, if I think I'm, a, I'm probably going to get there this time. Devin Booker, contra- like I said, contrarian, but under on his assists here, you know, this, 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 this number it continues to drop. It was seven and a half earlier this season. I think it went up to eight and a half at some point as well. And now this number's down to five and a half here, you know, and, I, and it's down for good reason. I went through, you know, did my research. It looks like, and this is, you know, just outside of him being able to shoot the ball as well as he's been able to shoot the ball, he's, you know, really caught fire and and stopped passing the ball, right? So yeah. uh, going into this season here, you know, it looks like over the course of the first 25 games, um, and this is up until January, right? Devin Booker was averaging 7.8 assists. And he was he was getting 14 and a half potential assists per game, right? Well, since since the last five games where Devin Booker has went on this absolute you know spree of you know scoring the basketball, he's actually only averaging 4.4 assists on non-potential assists, you know. So both of those numbers are about 50%, right? The potential in the, in the actual average, like but right about four, four and a half. Um, he's just not passing the ball anymore. He catches it and he shoots it almost every single time. You also got Bradley Bill back in the mix here, you know, and, um, you know, he's getting assists. Kevin Durant's actually leading the team in assists with, with 6.6. Uh, and also you got Bradley Bill getting about 5.5.6 as well. So Devin Booker is actually third on this team in, you know, uh, assists and potential assists over um, the course of the last five games. So, Potentially fading Devin Booker here. Uh, you can get a plus, a, a nice whopping plus 122 over on FanDuel right now if you do want to take this. this under, I haven't locked that one in yet, but it is one of the plays that I'm, uh, you know, really, really close to kind of getting there on. I, I really, really like that matchup a lot for him. And that's probably my favorite, uh, probably my favorite honorable mention, you know. Yeah, we talked about the top of the show, like, Devin Booker hasn't been talked about enough just because of the some of the performances that have been going on points wise. You know, we talked about Embiid, we talked about Cat, we talked about uh, Luca. Over the last five games, he's averaging thirty eight points per game. He's at three games over the last five games. He had forty uh, four or more points uh, for the Phoenix Suns. And again, like you talk about the assist prop, it's like because they have a big three here: Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Bradley Beal. Like 
it, it seems like that any one of those guys could have a high assist side kind of feeding that hot hand um, where they're like, all right, no, let's, you know, it, it's, it's, it's Kevin's night. Let's get the ball to Kevin. You know, it's been Booker over the last five games. Let, let's get, uh, you know, let's get uh, D book the ball, you know, Bradley Beal. He's had a couple games where he's looked like he's a guy back in Washington to being able to score points and knock down shots. So it's, it's tough. For, it's tough to determine. I know he played earlier this season against the Brooklyn Nets. He had 34 points and 12 assists in that game. But I think the dynamics have really changed. Like you mentioned, he laid out the numbers from month to month for, for a team like the Phoenix Suns, especially having those type of three dynamic players um, for the Phoenix Suns team. So, yeah, I, I can't uh, I can't disagree with that one. Um I really didn't have many honorable mentions here for tonight. I mean, you mentioned the Rudy Gobert one. I would have thrown that one in there. Um, I agreed about the Nikola Jokic that you gave out as well. Um, I think I quickly we should maybe mention that it is Damian Lillard going back to Portland here tonight. Uh, uh, Chris, any thoughts on Damian Lillard here tonight? Do you think that you know the Bucks are going to try to feed him the ball? He's just going to go out there and stick it to his former team? Or how do you think that that's going to go down here tonight? I think we see higher usage. Um, one thing about Portland, though, that that uh, you know, I think is 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 probably uh, not not known just because people don't watch Portland play basketball. They actually do pretty well defending the three point line, like pull up transition three pointers, like like Dame likes to shoot. They do a pretty good job of that. So if I think I think if I'm playing on Dame, I'm probably looking at his assists, maybe even yeah. potentially like his, his double double. Uh, you probably can get some good plus money there. Um, I don't like the threes as much, but it really wouldn't surprise me if, you know, he tried to go out there and, you know, kill some of these guys that he used to, you know, kind of mentor guys like Anthony Simons. Uh, yeah, I could absolutely see that happening as well. But I don't like his threes as much. But, I mean, it's Dane. He's back in Phoenix where – I mean, in Portland where, you know, he kind of made his name. And um, I wouldn't be betting under. Let's just put it like that. What are your thoughts, you know? Yeah, I think that <laughs> – a lot of times when we see these players go back to the for the first time uh, to their former team where they spent so many years, I feel like they're. I don't think there's a revenge angle for Dame because it was an amicable decision, right? Like they both decided that hey, maybe it's just time to move on. And for Dame, I know he had his preferred destination of Miami when we talked about this in the offseason and things like that, but. Um, it's not like, you know, they did him dirty or did him bad and just traded him away. Like they traded him to a Milwaukee Bucks team that had one of the best players in the NBA and Giannis. And they traded him to a contender. That's one of the best teams, if not the best team um, in the, in the Eastern conference as well. So, um, you know, I'm sure they're going to have the, the, the tribute video and all that good stuff for Dame here tonight. So, I, I mean, I still think that he'll go out and put a performance up here tonight. And I don't, I don't think that the Bucks will make it an issue to for him to get him the ball and let him go score the basketball. Um, I think he'll let the game come to him uh, versus you know trying to go out there and take every shot here. Would I be surprised if he goes out and put out puts up forty tonight? No, I won't be surprised if that happens. But uh, I don't. I think the the narrative of it may be a little bit overblown. That hey, Dame wants to give it to his former team but i just don't think that they did him you know they they disrespected him or anything like that where it was a decision where they both mutually agreed that hey maybe you know my time is up here you know maybe it's time for me to move on uh here for tonight um josiah asking uh i don't know are, are you asking about damian lillard if it is lillard i think points and assists or like chris mentioned I, I would look at both either points and assists to go over or points to go over here tonight because i do think that he will come out and play well, but I just don't think that it'll be a 
a sticking point for the Bucks to make sure that we get Dame the ball and get him up about 50 shots here tonight. Um, Adam asking about Simons here tonight. I, I think that's a good look as well. Uh, Simons should be up for this game. Dame, we know defensively, doesn't put in the biggest effort here tonight. So if you want to do with that, something with Anthony Simons, you know, 25 plus points, 30 plus points here tonight. I do think that this would be a game that uh, we do uh, think, um, you know, uh, I think it should be a fun game to watch for sure. I think Portland will definitely be up for this game here for sure here tonight. All right, Chris, let's get into best bets here for tonight, and then we'll put together our underdog fantasy entry before we wrap up the show here, my man. Uh, you want to lead off with your best bet? Yeah, let's do it, man. We're going straight to Oklahoma City, man. I'm taking Nikola Jokic over that 38 and a half uh, points plus rebounds in this game. Like I said, not knowing the status of check. I don't. I don't think it really matters, honestly. He 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 did go. He did clear this line in the first game that these two teams uh, played, and Jet Holmgren was a part of that game. So um, I like the revenge angle here. I think you know, like I mentioned, Jokic averaging 31 points and 14 rebounds almost over his last five games. Uh, also, double revenge by I like Nikola Jokic to be turned up in this spot here, man. And also, I think there's something to say about um, you know. Uh, Denver off, uh, you know, from the re- just from the revenge angle specifically. I think they they don't the there's the revenge angle, but then there's also Denver. They struggle offensively on the road, specifically because Jokic outside of Jokic, all of those other guys are pretty inconsistent. So I think yeah. we get the ball to I think we get it to to Jokic. Also, we got to remember also, um, their their coach. Uh, what, what's his name? You know, if I can't think of his name. Um, Who's coach? Uh, uh, Denver's coach. Uh, Mike Malone. Uh, Mike Malone. Yeah. Mike Mike Malone is a very prideful man, you know. So so yeah. off two losses. Yeah, I think he feeds his big guy today. Give me give me Jokic over his thirty eight and a half points plus rebounds here, man. Yeah, I love it. All right, for my best bet, I'm gonna go over to I'll go to the first one I mentioned with James Harden. Uh, like you mentioned, it, like if if PG doesn't play here tonight, the usage is definitely gonna be there for James Harden. Um, so. Over nine and a half assists right now is a number. The juice is climbing a little bit on that. But um, again, like I mentioned, he's been in double digit assists for the last five games for the Clippers. Uh, should be playing a significant amount of minutes. And the Wizards have been allowing the most assists in the league to that point guard position over the last two weeks. So I think that continues here tonight uh, for uh, James Harden here. So uh, over nine and a half assists uh, for James Harden as my best bet. Uh, Chris, let's put together our Underdog Fantasy entry here for tonight before we wrap up the show. Or again, go to underdogfantasy.com if you haven't already. Uh, make sure you use that promo code NBASGPN for a first deposit bonus of up to $100. If you already have an account, do us a favor. Grab your uh, wife's phone, your significant other, your aunt, uncle, brother, sister, coworker. Get your coworker signed up, whatever the case might be. Get on underdogfantasy.com. Sign them up. Make sure you use that promo code NBASGPN. Um and uh, get that uh, again deposit bonus of up to one hundred dollars. All right, Chris. Uh, so I'll put our best plays in here for tonight. That's going to be uh, Nikola Jokic over. Sorry, higher uh, nine and a half. Uh, sorry, Nikola Jokic. You said points uh, and assists, uh, Chris, or do you want to go another angle? Points plus rebounds. Plus, plus rebounds. All right, let me see if I because my my screen just froze on me here on my laptop, so I'm have to do this from my phone here. So, all right, so points plus rebounds. We'll go with Nikola Jokic. Let me just find Jokic here. Uh, Nikola Jokic. All right, here we go. 
So Nikola Jokic is at points and rebounds 38 and a half. We'll go higher on that. I'll go back to my favorite play of the night. That will be uh, James Harden on his assist here tonight. Higher nine and a half. We'll throw that one in there as well. Um, and then <clears throat> there's a couple other uh, guys that we did like here for tonight, Chris. Um, do we want to go? Mm, let's see. Let's see. Anything else that stuck out to you for tonight as for you want to throw in our fantasy lineup here? Uh, let's see. I like, um, I like the window Carter Jr. rebounds. You know, I oh yeah, we both agreed on seven that. Seven and a half, yeah. I, I really like that number a lot. Uh, okay, like I said, potential see. potential ten rebound game for for uh, Mister Mister Carter Jr. today. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, so he they have him here at eight. All right, so we'll go with that. So our entry here for the prop cast for tonight: James Harden higher nine and a half assists, Wendell Carter Jr. higher eight rebounds, and then Nikola Jokic higher thirty eight and a half points and rebounds combined. That. Um, $20 entry will get you a return of $120. Again, make sure to go to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code uh, NBASGPN for a first deposit bonus of up to $100. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the NBA PropCast here. Chris, anything else you want to mention, my man, before we get out of here? Nah, man. Enjoy the games, everyone. It's a big, big slate. So uh, definitely, you know, pick the ones out that you want to watch. Best of luck on all your action. Uh, and, uh, you know, tell responsibly, uh, check me out over on Twitter at crispy cap and two piece, two ends. I'm out. That's good. You know? Yeah. We'll be back. Hopefully Friday. We'll put together another show for the prop cast. Uh, uh, and again, myself, Chris and Rod will be doing the, uh, Super Bowl player props as well as we lead up to the Super Bowl. So a lot of prop action still coming up for the NBA and the NFL as well. Make sure to follow Chris, like you mentioned over on X at crispy cap and two piece two ends. You can follow me on Twitter at sports nerd eight, two, four till then. Good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs>